good people who have traveled from villages near and far. Lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee tuna? Bumblebee tuna! Hello, West Man Tooth. Hello, evening news team. You are now listening to another edition of the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Welcome to the Goody Room. Their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is another edition of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. I am your host today, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Steve Rushlaw. How you doing? Brent Frugier. What's up? And Matt McNeil. Hello, hello. We have an excellent episode coming to you guys today. Well, we would, but we can't talk about it. Yeah, so here's two hours or two hours? Two We're just going <laughs> to... Two <laughs> hours, the entire The entire runtime of the movie. Yeah. Whoa. We're going to just double it up and here's uh, some elevator music. And we're back. All right. So not quite a full two hours, just, just a little bit of of time there of the elevator music. But uh, point is, we have a great show for you guys. We're going to get into Fight Club. The hotly waited new episode of Fight Club. Um, the new I, episode of Fight Club. Yes. All right. Uh, of our new ep- it's of of us. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. The Do last you... time we did Fight Club was the old episode. This is the new new episode. Oh. What is going on over there? I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for getting my back, though. I got you. <laughs> uh, no, we have a brand new review of Fight Club, and a top five, which some of us are. Prepared I, for. I forgot. So I just Mike's did not it like prepared. 10 seconds before the podcast. It was him. <laughs> yep, it was, it was him. It was me. And, and I'll have you know, Aaron did not have a list either. Oh, I'm going to have to give him a hard time. Well, I have oh. a list now. I just scribbled it down like 10 seconds before yeah. we started recording. I'm so. pretty sure Aaron asked like. Right. He was the one the that night w- before. Yes. He was the one that was supposed to be most prepared for this. And guess what? Not prepared at all. Um, let, let's get things going right away, though. Uh, Steve, do you want to go ahead? Because you're one of the few prepared. Uh, should we say what the list is? No. Okay. Oh, you have to guess <laughs> just by the name. Oh, dude, that would be a fun way to introduce a list. You give the five things, and then people have to guess what you were top fiving. You know what I mean? That would be fun, but I don't think that would work for this particular Yeah, you're list. right. This is top five cursors. Top Cursors. five actors at the use of profanity? Yes. Slash well, scenes all professional. That, that sounds a lot better. In it, yeah. Slash whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, this was kind of a hard list to come up with. Yeah, I thought it was you. too. Uh, I did it in five seconds. It wasn't that hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but your, your list isn't going to be as thorough as yeah. these guys, I bet. All right. Um, so yeah, kick things off, Steve. So I, I was able to find like a top two, and then kind of it was a struggle after that because profanity in movies has to be, for me at least, it has to come natural. Can't just sound like you can't be just be. Splitting off f words every every other word, right? right. Unless um, you're in a Tarantino film, yeah. Um, well, I I had talked about this with my wife, and she's like, "Do you have any females on there?" I was like, "Most of the time in movies, females don't use curse words, yeah, very well in movies, or it doesn't come out natural, yeah, or I mean, just in general, in general yeah, yeah, you don't hear them say a whole lot because they're Not supposed a whole lot to be ladies." I'd say the I'd say the one that uses the most and probably would come close is Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Sure, I see that. Um, I can get that. But after that, I don't think there's any females that even come close to using it well. So my top five, we'll start with number five. Um, I'll say Bruce Willis for his um, Yippee Kaye, Mister Falcon. Yes, from Mr. Die Hard. Falcon. We talked about that on Monday's episode Yippee as well. Yippee Kaye, Mother Father. Yep. And then I don't know if anybody else had this, but uh, John Goodman. And the Big Lebowski. Aaron, oh. Aaron, in his half-assed attempt uh, at a list, <laughs> he was like, yeah, what about that one? And I was like, yeah, that, that's a good one, Aaron. Shut the F up, Donnie. That's always yep, a good one. Yep, exactly. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So, number three. This is what happens when you find a man in the Alps. Yeah, I know, I know. Sorry, not to cut you off, but so go on. So, number three, I put um, Colin Farrell for In Bruges and Seven Psychopaths. That's, that's the guy. I didn't even think of that. But, yeah. I mean, just... Listening to him cuss in movies, yeah, with his accent, it just come. It it's just 
His Irish accent. Oh yeah, it just sounds awesome. Or is he Scottish? I think he's Scottish. He's Irish. Is he Irish? He's Irish. It's all part of the same general area. See, he's saying Scottish. He's saying Irish. No, I said, said Irish. Irish. You said Scottish. <laughs> you said oh. Scottish. Oh, this is this what is, just happened over here. This is getting no, awful. Uh, but Shane said the same thing, and I had I didn't even think of uh, of Colin Farrell, and I was like, do you do you credit more so? The writer of the, those movies, or do you think it's the delivery that I think it's the the, the delivery of how he does it? I mean, in Bruges, it's just it oh, just God, comes off so amazing, seamless. Especially when he's trying telling those uh, the fat people that they can't go up the tower. <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest scenes yep. I've ever seen. That is a good scene. Okay, oh, yeah. now to get to the top two, the one that everybody's waiting for because it's the only two that matter. Um, so these can kind of be flip flop because they're so good at it. Um, Sam Jackson. Pretty much yep. any movie. His career. Any, yeah. <laughs> pretty much any movie he's in. If you had um, to pick one, Lifetime. Um, probably Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Um, just the Say What Again, that whole scene is amazing. Um, and then the the last one I said was Joe Pesci. Mm-hmm. Just because anything he says just comes out so funny. Like, we watched Raging Bull, mm-hmm. um, Goodfellas, Casino, pretty much anything he's in. Man, is I really love Goodfellas. Good. Yeah, P- Pesci... I don't think he made it on the Shane's list. I don't re- recall 100%. But I was like, how do you leave a guy like Pesci off? I think he's Especially, got him on here, but he didn't say him. I think he chose somebody okay, else that over might have, him. That might have been it. But, yeah, I was like, that's that's obviously one of the greatest oh, of, yeah. of all time. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Brent, what you got? Sorry, yeah, Brent, what is your... Uh, dying. your, your Remember, I your, also, like I said, I just basically yeah. wrote these down, so thought process wasn't too long hey man that works because like he's saying some of these other ones like, oh that was a good one i should put that one Let's see but you know um for number five i also have bruce willis just for yippee Kaye mother falcon is that what mr. You mr mr falcon. mr falcon. it just falcon. it comes out so natural yeah. it does um number four i have Sam Rockwell for that scene in Seven Psychopaths. Oh, you know, that's a good one. Moan down. Yeah, that's a good one too. Bleeping moan down. <laughs> that's basically more of just a scene because he's not a guy who you know curses yep. a whole lot of movies. Uh, number three, I have Jason Statham because I've seen a lot of his movies, especially like the movies that he made when he was in right. from Britain. Like mm-hmm. they use the c word so much. Yeah, yeah, they do. And like he, when mm-hmm. he says it, it's just like. It sounds kind of cool. When <laughs> he, he's the kind of cool. guy that makes me want to say the yeah. c word more often. Yeah. <laughs> Crap. Right. Yep. That's the one we're thinking it's, of. Yep, yep. Crap. That's, that's it. Um, number two, I have uh, Ryan Reynolds, and that's mostly from Deadpool. Yeah. But if you sure? watch some of his other movies, he kind of just throws words out there, and you're like, I would never I have thought it. about that. Van series. Wilder. Of yeah. curse sure. words. Sure. I would never have thought of that it's series of curse words the, to say to somebody. The creative use of yes. the curse words. I get it. And number one, obviously, Sam Jackson. Yep. You know, just... You didn't have Pesci either. Well, I said, dude, this was a five-second list. I didn't <laughs> think of some I get it. I get it. I get it. But, you know, Sam Jackson, you know, yeah. I'm sick of these mother-father snakes on this mother-father... Mr. Oh, Falcon plane. I forgot <laughs> about that one. I'm, That's a, so I'm great. a mushroom cloud laying Mr. Falcon, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> what? I get what you said. Don't yeah. please don't. <laughs> I just uh, I don't. I'm not familiar with that. Oh, uh, that's from Pulp Fiction. Sp- specific line, I guess. It's my favorite line from Pulp Fiction. Uh, Matt, do you have a top five? Though? I do. Um, number five is kind of cheating because it's not like audible cursing but it's uh adam sandler in uh uh happy gilmore when he's on the tv <laughs> and they're talking in the room you can just hear but they're bleeping it out yeah so that's why that's <laughs> yeah. why it's that's why it's that's clocking it at uh number five that's wow funny. i not think of adam that's sandler. clever of all people why would i yeah. not think of adam sandler? i like that i don't know that's that's, that's, that's a, a different one yeah uh number, to you. number four is gonna be hugh jackman um from X-Men First Class. Yep. The, the single best use of the Falcon word yep. in a PG-13 movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number three is, I can't believe nobody has said this, Al Pacino. Oh, yeah. Scarface. Al Pacino. Yeah. I, I thought about Thunder. that, but I chose other ones. Uh, and then the my, the top two is Joe Pesci and Samuel Jackson, obviously. Yeah. Thank you for having Pesci. 
just just shout out to you. What's buddy. your Mike? What's your top? Uh, you know, I didn't really have a top five. Of course you didn't. No, I bit, but I told everybody I wasn't going to because I don't do these things because it's always changing. It's an ebb and a flow of what I I think is a top five right now. Like, if you were to ask me tomorrow if if Fight Club makes it into my top five, I'd say hell no. But if you asked me a year ago, I, I probably would have said hell yes. I, mean, I don't think Fight Club would make anybody's top five, but it's a it's a really good movie. Okay, we'll get into it in a minute. But uh, on my list, I had uh, Sam Jackson, Pesci, and uh, Wolverine. That one scene. Oh, so you had yeah. three out of five. I had I had a top three. Okay, and I straight up said that. That's what I would have. So <laughs> I, I just I, that's the single greatest use of the F. It really is. Yeah, go bleep yourself. Oh, and I actually I had uh, RDJ, which when I said RDJ. Uh, Shane and Aaron both thought I said Artie. Oh, Artie? Like Artie Lang. And they were like, who the hell's Artie J? <laughs> I was like, no. And you, you had him in a certain movie, right? Yeah, in Tropic Thunder. Right. In Tropic Thunder. And which. What do you mean, you people? Yeah. That's, well, that's and a good movie. You've been talking to me this whole time. Uh, you know, it's just. I love that character. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yes. Um, okay, let's, let's transition. Fight Club, right? Yep. I picked this film. It's from 1999. I wanted to see a David Fincher film again because I know it had been a while. I don't even know. Have we done a Fincher film What's, on the podcast? I don't believe so. Seven, Gone Girl. Uh, did we? Do, no, we didn't do Seven. No, we didn't do any we of these. We haven't done them yet. We haven't uh, done Gone Girl? I thought we did Gone mm, Girl. I thought that was a Aaron. Uh, I love Seven, though. That's a good we might have, actually. Good. Point is, it's been a while since we've done a Fincher film. If... We if had we done have. one. If ever. If, yeah. yeah, if ever. So, I wanted to get into it, but Fight Club from 1999 is a rated R film, two hours, 20 minutes long. It's a drama. An insomniac office worker looking for a way to change his life crosses paths with a devil may cry soap maker. No, oh, devil may care? Devil, yes. Devil may care. That's, that's how you, that's the actual turn of phrase. Is it? Devil may cry is a video game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But I had never heard the phrase, <laughs> devil may care. You never I, heard that? No. Oh. Yeah. Well, you learn something new yeah. every day. The more you know. Forming an underground fight club that evolves into something much, much more friendship. Oh. Starring Brad Pitt, Edward Norton, and Meatloaf. Yeah, it does. Does it really star Meatloaf, though? No. That's what it says. I, I, I saw his I'd name come up in the credits. I would say he's the fourth most. Yeah, and the third would be Helena there. Bottom Carter. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like Meatloaf's barely in the movie. I guess this was no! '99 though. Was Meatloaf maybe more popular? I think than he was her more popular 99? back then. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why they credited. I don't know if I've ever heard a Meatloaf song. Really? I'd do anything. Yeah. Oh, okay, I've heard no. that. <laughs> the the only one anybody knows. Yeah, yeah. I'd say I'd say he was Paradise more popular back the in the nineties. Light, the song that's like twenty minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> Stairway to Heaven. No. Paradise by the Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven. Bat out of hell. Bat out of hell. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Welcome to the jungle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like where this is going. I, I guys. thought we were just naming yeah. songs. Yeah. Oh, I actually named a meatloaf song though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So, meatloaf. Fight Club. Give me. Your first initial thoughts. Actually, first viewing. Yes. Sort of. You knew the twist. He's talking to Steve right now, by the so, way. So, he's pointing at me. Well. Um, oh, have you never seen this before, Steve? This was the first time I've seen this movie. Oh. I had bought the movie on eBay maybe 10 years ago um, and finally watched it. Um, so, I knew the twist at the end. I knew yeah. what was going to happen. Um, so, going in, I was expecting it and watching for it the whole time. So I kind of picked up on where the other actors were watching or looking when they talked to Tyler Durden or the narrator in this case. Um, but overall, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, and if it wasn't for knowing that, I probably will would have given it a better score than I will. Yeah. You, first viewing? No, I've viewing? seen this movie Multiple times. a few times. It's been a while since I've seen it, but like obviously I knew everything big. Sure. Um, and like... Steve was saying, like, had I known, not if I even if I knew what the twist was, but if I had knew there was a twist in this movie, yeah, 
I think I might have been able to pick up on it just for some of the dialogue and stuff yeah. like that, but not knowing that there was a twist at the end with the twist, I was kind of like, oh, hey. Yeah, you kind of notice little things like them looking, and then towards the end, they start saying sir to him. Yeah. And, so you mm-hmm. kind of pick up on that. And like I said, the movie, it is an enjoyable movie, I guess. It, In my opinion, it may be a little too long. Yeah, and sure. And, you know, there's people who say this is like one of the greatest movies ever, so I think maybe it's a little overrated as well. Sure. But I do like the movie. Okay. So. Definitely. Matt, what about you? Uh, I've seen this movie multiple times as well. Um, it is a movie that I enjoy watching. I don't think I would agree that it's one of like the greatest movie ever or anything like that. Um, I prefer the book, but that's mostly because I hate narration in movies. Who and this movie's like reads? I actually just bought the book today oh. for $4. Nice. You guys are nerds uh, reading but I, books. I... <laughs> I hate narration in movies, and this movie's like seventy percent narration. So, I I like reading the book more than watching the movie, but it, it's still a good movie. Well, I mean that's fitting though. Your your main character is titled the narrator in Edward Norton. Do you yes, know that? yes. On IMDb, he's titled the narrator. Because I don't think he ever, they ever say his name, which is interesting. Because I about halfway through, I was like, I don't even know this guy's name. No, he <laughs> changes. His, it's different for yeah. the beginning. All the different. Uh, groups he goes Cornelius to. Cornelius yeah, and Rupert. Every, and, everyone. Yep. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, gets a 70, 79% certified fresh, 7.3 from critics. However, 96% of the audience enjoyed this film. And also got an 8.8 from IMDb. Wow. So high, high marks all around. Uh, the critics' consensus from uh, Rotten Tomatoes, solid acting, amazing direction, and elaborate production design make Fight Club a wild ride. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna take that very first thing that they say on the critic consensus: solid acting. Does anyone disagree? Well, I mean, I mean, it's, because it's, I do. Do you? It wasn't yes. like in what way Oscar worthy acting, but it wasn't I like thought, the worst thing ever. Yeah, I thought sure. there was some good solid, act in there. Well, my biggest thing is my favorite actor, Edward Norton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you almost couldn't get that out. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you listen to Monday's episode, for some reason I called him Eddie D, which I don't know Eddie and, and Shane like got my back and he's like, yeah, Eddie D Norton. <laughs> so right. yeah, anyway, uh, Eddie D, I I hated his performance. Uh, I don't think I said this, but this is the second time I saw this, and the first time. I loved every aspect of this movie, and I was watching it the second time around, and I I knew the twist, so I knew what to look for, and I was able to like sit back a little bit, and I hated a lot of Edward Norton in this film. What was your reasons for hating him? Uh, his narration it 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 was like monotone, and I guess that's probably the character he was going for because he's an insomniac and he doesn't sleep, and you know sleep deprivation and all that stuff, but. In everything, it was like, yeah, and so we went down to my house. Yeah, I think they could have done away with a lot of the narration. Because sure. It's, it, like you said, it's monotone. McNeil said he didn't like it either. I think they could have just done away with it, and it would have been a much better movie. Sure. I agree with that. So too much Eddie D voice. Too much Eddie D. Yeah, and I mean, even his like character on screen when he's in the fights, like he... The narration is telling us he's enjoying it, but it doesn't show it on his face. Right, it's just blank face. Right, blank dark stares eyes. and like, like, like a doll's eyes. Well, and <laughs> I think the only time he shows like a smile or anything is when he's hugging Bob. Yes, well, he's he's in love with Bob. He's nuzzling Bob's. Boobs. Boobs. Bob's boobers. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, in, <laughs> in, the, in defense of all that, I guess, um, I mean, obviously, this is an old movie, so if you don't know it, stop listening because there's going to be spoilers, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. But he then explains, once he figures out, oh, shoot, I am Tyler, um, Brad Pitt's Tyler version of the movie says, hey, I'm everything you want to be. You can't be me. Until you know you get into the sure. world, so like him not smiling and stuff like that—that's just him. But when you watch Brad Pitt's character sp- fighting, he's like all happy and smiling and you know stuff sure. like that. So 
It's like a tale of two it's a, stories. Yeah, it's a split personality, and Edward Norton's personality in that movie is just the kind of, you know, I I have to be here, or you know, I don't like uh, I don't like life, or something. like I don't that, know. I I, I just think I Brad Pitt in this movie pulled off the role one hundred percent. I don't know if you guys agree with that or not. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'd agree. Brad Pitt was the best part of this movie, right? And I think you could replace Edward Norton with. Literally any other actor. We I'm could not, have Robert De Niro, and I would have been like, I don't know about that. You get what I'm saying, though. <laughs> I'm not saying that uh, you couldn't have had somebody else. I was just say I think that might be what they were kind of going for. Sure, sure, and I get it. And so I don't know if that's that's fault on me or fault on the character. Oh, uh, you know who would have been great? Uh, the Robert classic, no, the classic uh, blank slate of an actor, Keanu Reeves. Because every time somebody mm, would have pu- punched him, he just would have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm thinking that, was, that was obviously a joke. And Keanu Reeves yeah. is terrible. For being 1999, oh, Helena Bonham Carter looks exactly like she does yes. in 2017. Yeah. But for it being 1999, she did not annoy the crap out of me. No, I thought <laughs> she was good in this movie. But she looks exactly like she does yeah. in present day, which is... She's aged well. What Good is for her. What are some of the other films she's done? She is uh, well, Harry Potter. Every, every yeah, Tim Burton yeah. movie. Has she aged well, or did they just make her look really crappy in that movie? Because she was always pale and smoking, so I think she was kind of sickly looking in that movie. I, it could have been. Maybe. <laughs> I don't I, know. I like, guess I didn't I didn't take it that way. But Yeah, she's been in a lot, a lot of movies. Yes, she has. Yeah. Um, Les Mis. We did that one. Yes, I hated that film. I know. <laughs> Moving on to Fight Club. Yeah, sorry. I was just I was just looking <laughs> lo- looking through her uh uh filmography. What is that what you call it? I don't even know. A lot yeah. of yes. Johnny Depp and Tim Burton. Yes. You know that that Tim list and... the underneath the word filmography. <laughs> Will someone get my back? I I <laughs> I am the captain now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um okay, so Let's talk. I guess more. More Brad Pitt was more Brad. Oh, Pitt? and uh, Jared Leto was in it uh, for all of like two minutes. <laughs> well, he was. Where, I, where was he? He, he, he was, was the, the blonde, the guy. really blonde guy that he beats the crap. Oh out no of. way! Yeah. yeah, I didn't even notice. I was expecting awful acting. Yeah, when he's when Brad Pitt's given his little he delivered. When Brad Pitt's given his little spiel about people can be whatever they want, and he says even rock stars, he looks right at really. Jared. Yep. That's funny. Oh yeah, I didn't even notice that. I, was, I guess I was expecting more of like a, a black-haired guy. You know what I mean? Like in everything else, because Leto's typically has brown, dark brown, he, black. He had hair. green hair in Suicide Squad. True. Dallas, Dallas Buyers Club. He's got dark hair, <laughs> brown hair. I hate you guys. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but no. Back back to uh, I guess you wanted the to future. stay on Brad Pitt for a minute. Yeah. Um, he does steal every single scene he's in. Uh, which I guess isn't hard to do when you're alongside Edward Norton, but <laughs> right. <laughs> I will right. say uh, one of my favorite scenes I actually read about, and I guess it's it was kind of somewhat improv or whatever. But uh, the first time that Brad Pitt and Edward Norton are fighting in the parking lot, and Brad Pitt's like, "Hit me as hard as you can," and he punches him in the ear. Apparently that's not where he was supposed to punch him. So uh, Brad Pitt's reaction was real. Was he was genuine. Like, yeah, why would you punch me in the ear? <laughs> I, I read that too. Um, it was supposed to be like a a fake hit, and they were gonna add the sound effects in later. But Fincher pulled Norton aside and said, "Actually hit him." And so like his reaction is like him actually like feeling the pain of getting punched in the that's face. That's awesome. That is pretty cool. Or the ear. That's sorry. almost as cool as Brad Pitt and Helena Bonham Carter recording like three hours of sex noises. For the yeah, movie. that's what they, they <laughs> I read that too. Three hours. That's awesome. Oh yeah, that uh, is really amazing. Fincher, <laughs> well, a little bit, yeah, but you know, who cares? Fincher is known for doing a lot of takes. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this at all, but he does take after take after take after take, and a lot of times he doesn't use practical effects. It's all like CG blood and stuff like that. That is something that annoyed me in this movie was the overuse of CG. Yes. There was CG everywhere. But what I was going to say is tying that in with acting, do you think at any point he was just like, Edward, 
Give me something, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but to to Edward Norton's credit, he did have one really really good scene, and that is when he's in his boss's office beating the crap out of oh himself. My oh my god, that was amazing. Yeah. Yes. That's also the biggest clue of the twist, too, because he's like, oh, this reminds me of my first fight with Tyler. Yeah. So it's like that if you you don't pick up on that, I guess, the first time you watch it. No, but that's I, like the biggest clue right. ever. You also, it's like, oh, duh. duh. Mm-hmm. I didn't pick it up um, at first, but whenever the they're having their little sex scenes or whatever and you hear them both going back and forth. But as soon as the narrator starts talking, you don't hear the sounds anymore. Really? I guess yeah. I didn't notice I, that either. I didn't even notice that. It's the first couple times I I was I wasn't really like paying attention to it, but then when he started talking, I was like, "Huh. That's interesting." And you kind of well, that's mostly because I knew what was going on right. in the first place. Right. So I think if the first time I wouldn't have been like, "Oh, that's going on. That's happening." Yeah. But one of one of just this is very very subtle, but I noticed that the first time they had to turn the power off when it was raining, uh, Norton was on the stairwell and Tyler Durden was like shutting off the power and he was wearing these like I don't know construction boots almost and then the next time you only see Edward Norton he's doing the exact same mannerisms and he's wearing the exact same boots well, they like, were probably rubber boots coincid- no they were with, they, they were, uh-uh. I guess I don't remember they were I, guess, like, like, I guess I didn't they were like that. leather Timberlands were or they? whatever oh, they I, I, like, I didn't notice that water either. and electricity I would imagine they yeah. would be rubber but I was just like I wonder if like that was on purpose or if I'm that sure was, was you know just in a happy happy little accident but like I don't know the the twist I think they they made it a little hard to spot like even when you're looking for it um, because it's all about like where all the actors are looking. It's not like something in the sixth sense where it's like when you rewatch it, you can clearly see like, oh, nobody's acknowledging Bruce Willis at all during the whole movie. Right. Um, but in this movie, it's like it, their actors are kind of acknowledging both of them at the same time. And they're when it when it's happening, they're right next to each other. Exactly. So you can't really like, oh, he was looking at him. So like but, when mm-hmm. when they when they spring the twist on you, it's like, oh, well, if it, if you're not already familiar with it. Um, you would think uh, like this, and this happened to me when I first watched. It, it's like, oh, they just kind of that threw that out of nowhere. Well, but I'd, then, like rewatching it, like you can pick up on it. It just takes a lot of work. Well, and yeah. I think most of the clues that they give is in dialogue, and not so much as, oh, this right. guy Who's on, is yeah. actually talking to him when he's not there or something like that. It, most of it's dialogue, or even the reaction on their faces sometimes of the other actors, like when they're in the car and the two in the back are really confused because right. arguing with himself, they just don't. Yeah. That, that was the one scene where I was like, I don't know. I don't really buy this. Yeah. Like, that, I think that's when it was most far-fetched to me. Um, but one of the things I picked up on the most is when he's like, Tyler sometimes talks for me. And you see Tyler, and then he's just repeating exactly what Tyler's talking about. Yeah, that's kind of the big clues. Like when he's uh, having right. that, that fight with Helena Bonham Carter. And he's Carter, at the bottom of the and stairs. And Brad Pitt's at the bottom of the stairs, and he's whispering, and then uh, uh, Edward Norton's repeating it. Like that's kind of the biggest clue. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's a couple other when um, obviously Helena Bonham Carter comes into the room. He's like, he's not here. Tyler's not here. And she's like, you're crazy. Yeah. And, like, every time it happens, she's like, you're crazy. And she, like, looks at him weird or something. So she, you yeah. can kind of pick up on her faces that she's kind of like, what are you talking about? I love after the, like, right after the twist is revealed and he's flying around to all the cities. And that one, uh, he's like a bartender. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got the thing and he's like, is this a test? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, for real. Is this a test? No, I mean, that that was kind of cool, and I wish that they would have sprung the twist a little bit earlier. I mean, now I'm just nitpicking about the way the story goes, but if they would have sprung that sure. twist a little bit earlier, and then they're like the rest of this movie is like, oh, he has this whole army, and he has to kind of like try and undo Well, and that's what I done, said. But... I think the movie was a little too long. They could have cut some of that out and then had that happen earlier in the movie. Yeah, but, but, like, but it also kind of ties into the way the movie ends, which I'm not a super big fan of, I guess, because in the end, like there's no consequence. No, they just, the buildings explode. And then the, the two are just holding hands. It's just like, 
Oh, and like he shoots himself in the face and isn't dead somehow. Like right, well, Tyler's he in the cheek. Apparently well, that. But then why is there? But then why is there a hole? Is it in the back? It's in the back of his head. I did. I didn't realize. Yeah, Brad Pitt. It's in the back of his head. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but Brad Pitt, but not every time people are like looking back here and they show the back of his head and like, you know what I mean? Like. That that's where it got a little. You like, have an imaginary friend. You just shoot yourself in the. And they said and for yeah. for that gunshot scene, they sent 180 psi of air through his cheeks oh, to get mm. the the like ripple effect. I was like, man, that's that's that, that probably hurt. hurt. That's a lot of air going through your mouth. For real, you know. Never mind. But yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't really, and it's kind of the same way in the book. I'm not really said. super satisfied with the ending of the movie. Yeah, until Fight Club 2 comes out and they're all in prison. And but the, start a Fight Club there. The uh, writer of the book, Chuck Palahniuk or whatever, has said oh, that... I'll pronounce it, don't worry. Has said that <laughs> the movie was better than his book. Yeah. I, like I said, I prefer the book because there's no Edward Norton narration. To, to each their own. You could have just said there's no Edward Norton. And well, that that too. There's no Edward it. Norton, so the, for me the book's better. Yeah, He's not. But, I mean, he is bad. I don't think he's well, it's not that, he's that bad. bad. I just don't he could have like been better. Him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just don't. He's not a good guy. Yeah. Um. Okay. We, we, we touched on this ever so gently earlier. Uh, a lot of takes in CG. Where where was the most apparent CG for you guys? Like the, uh, that obviously was like way right at the beginning, like the first ten minutes, of the, where it starts off and it like zooms through all this like stupid stuff, and it's like, oh, it's a trash can. Where it's like going through the wire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I hate that. Yeah. Do so. Do you think if this movie was made ten years later, when CG is improved, actually quite a bit, it's better. I thought. No. It depends on how much money they would have had for the budget because there's movies now where CG's better, but the CG still sucks. Have you seen Ice Spiders? <laughs> yes, I have. That's bad. <laughs> it's a um, great movie, but for, yeah. good CGI. For being in 1999, I thought the movie aged pretty well. Yeah. Like uh, the plane crash scene, um, I thought he like is visioning himself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what he it? envisions himself getting in a plane yeah, crash, yeah, yeah, yeah. or the plane's like every time I'm, a, I'm in a plane and I feel it turn, I want it to he, just crash. He hopes it, it over yeah. in banks and yeah, yeah. Um, I in the plane crash, I thought it looked really well for being 1999. So I don't know if doing the whole 10 year advance would do anything. I just think it was his vision to kind of have it. It and when it happened, it almost it almost looks cartoonish. Sure. When he's going through the trash can or yeah. the wiring. And I think that that's one of the things that got me is it just didn't look right. Well, and it, and and it's not like upping the the uh, effects would be any it, it's just an effect that I hate. So like making the sure. CG better doesn't change the fact that it's still an effect that I don't like. Gotcha. 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 Um I mean, what else do you guys want to touch on on this film? What's your power animal? <laughs> Giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about yours? Probably a lion. Yeah. I don't know why it, his was a penguin. It's just kind of. I yeah. I don't know. Like, I expected yeah, something depends, else, and it was man. a penguin, and I was like, "That's another like the penguin looked really bad." Oh it, yes, it, it, it did. I, I think it was supposed to though. It almost looked like know, the penguins but... from Mario Kart, where like driving, <laughs> <laughs> where you're driving around and the penguins like try to like fly in front <laughs> of you. <laughs> And there's that just that baby penguin screeching the entire time. Oh wait, I'm thinking of Mario 64. Yeah, but you get the idea. Uh, here's here's an interesting question. Uh, did you guys think this movie used too much comedy for it being like a drama? Because there was a lot of comedy in this movie. Really? Yeah, I didn't, didn't laugh a whole lot. I mean, there were some funny. There were some funny lines. Sorry, I was th I thought of one of the lines that I didn't catch the first time. Um, it was like they do the, the flashback thing the entire movie, basically, mm -hmm. and then when they finally come back to Tyler and uh, the narrator, Tyler says, "Oh, flashback humor. I love it," or something like that. And I was like, "Damn, that's clever. That's clever." You know, it's like breaking the fourth wall, right? And stuff. But like, there's there was a good amount, like when they're they're arguing over like who gets to go to which support groups, and like just sure, just stuff like that. Like throughout the, it's like peppered throughout the entire movie. Yeah, I I didn't mind it. I 
I like the storyline of this film. Uh, I think I agree with you where you said they could have cut some stuff and had the twist come a little earlier. But overall, I think this, the the dialogue and how it was written, I thought I thought I liked it. I thought it worked. I don't know how you you guys yeah, feel I don't, about this. I don't really think that it was a problem. Like, because like I said earlier, a lot of it, because if you think about most of it came from Brad Pitt's character or Tyler Durden himself as Brad right. Pitt. And like I said, that's they. He even says in the movie, "I'm what you want to be." So maybe he wants to be kind of that clever, sarcastic, quick-witted, fo- quick-witted yeah. guy. So like, it all coming from Brad Pitt makes sense. Now, when they're arguing about the support groups, maybe. But I mean, whatever. That's just how his relationship with her, I guess. Sure. What do you guys think about costume design? Like, I liked the regular clothes that they were wearing. <laughs> really. You're, uh, I'm, Brad, I'm being Pitt. dead serious. <laughs> Brad Pitt wears some off the wall kind right. of like he looks that's like exactly a, what I'm saying. Race, like, and it's it's just like we've said. He it's who he wants to be. So he wants to just be this flamboyant, off the wall type character. Right. I will <laughs> say the uh, the fishnet vest was a little odd. Well, some of the stuff that he so wears. That's a hustler across the front. Did it? I, some and of then them, one of them did. One of the glasses that he wears is for people with schizophrenia like it's supposed to like help them with colors or something i don't i don't remember what it said interesting yeah i'll have to look it up interesting yeah will you will you look that up what are you saying well i just brad pitt with some of the stuff that he wears it looks like he's trying to be like a 80s or early 90s wrestler because they wore some of the weirdest stuff and it was like right pink boas and stuff like that and i'm like he's looks like he's trying to be a wrestler from... right like i wish i could pull some of that stuff off in in real life oh mike you can you can yeah no don't. i could wear <laughs> wear leather jackets don't and don't try crop tops. don't do it mm. yeah go ahead yeah yeah mike <laughs> how do i get abs like brad pitt in this film you uh, have a personal trainer and you work every day you work your core mm. That did not help me whatsoever. Well, fellas. you can work your core right. by yourself. Just do a lot of core laughs. exercises. A lot of laughs. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Yes. So, <laughs> Tyler Durden, it says, throughout the film, Durden can be seen wearing um, blue blockers, a type of sunglasses commonly used by insomniacs to filter out blue light, which is detrimental to the production of melatonin, a hormone essential for sleep. Interesting. So, you can kind of... Yeah. That's another thing that they kind of like. They're trying to like slip it in there, and, and see it. that's that's like another. They, they just they make you work for it if you want to rewatch the movie and like try to point like figure out the clues that lead up to the twist. Like that, it's that kind of thing. Like nobody in their oh. right mind is going to be like, oh, I recognize those glasses. Yeah, unless you wear them, I guess. Right. Uh, a little while ago, I watched a breakdown of of Fight Club and like how you can spot Durden before the twist. One of the things, and I doubt any of you noticed this, because I still even had a hard time picking up on it. When they crash the car, Tyler gets out of the passenger seat and gets Edward Norton out of the driver's side. Wait, does he? Yes. I guess I wasn't paying. T- I, I yeah. saw him get out, but like I guess I wasn't thinking. Oh, hey, he was on the. Oh, he does. Side. The car like oh, falls oh, he on does because it's upside down. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't. I even, missed that entirely. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, that's genius. I guess you don't really notice it because it's flipped over. So you're just right. like, oh, that's the right side. Right. It's, right. The, it's the same side that he was sitting on. Yeah. But yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. See, and it, it's cool like to, to know these things yeah. when you know what the twist is. But like, nobody's going to pick up on that. No. No. And, and, that's, and that's another reason why I wanted to watch a, a, a Fincherian film. Because all of these subtle little details, it, he's so precise in in a lot of the things that he does, and they 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 make it or he's he uh, makes people do a lot of takes. Honestly, I'd rather watch Seven again. Okay, I think Seven's Fair. for me is a better movie. I I would agree with that. Even yeah. though it's got Kevin Spacey in it, and yeah. I'm really I'm really upset at Kevin Spacey now. <laughs> yeah, we're, I think a lot of people are upset about about Kevin Spacey right now. Yeah, we're we're boycotting K Space for the time being. Which I'm so disappointed. Good. I mean, we talked about this a couple, like last week already, but it's just, I am glad that Hollywood is doing this. I don't know if you want to call it like a purge. Yeah. Right now of all oh, of no, this. It's definitely good. Get the people out that need to right. be Right. Now, now Louis C.K. is in trouble. You guys hear about that? Mm-hmm. You have yeah. to be careful with it too, because there could be somebody who's just mad at somebody and they say something. And right. No, absolutely. And people are automatically going to believe it. But no, like. 
the Weinsteins and all those people that are doing it. Get them out of there. George Takei is in trouble now. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, this stuff has been going on that. for like 40-some well, years. And right. it, oh, it's and people are like... Longer than that. Longer than that. the and, beginning of movies. Yeah, and people are like, oh, but that was just the 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 time back then. It's like, no. And they're like, oh, it's just coming out because that's how the times are these times where people are more willing to say something. That doesn't yeah, make that, it okay. Yeah, right. that's, yeah, that's <laughs> not okay. That's there's, the truth, but it still doesn't make it okay to be like that. There's people that are saying, oh, well, if it happened, why did you take so long to say something? Well, look at some of the people who did say stuff, and their career was lost yeah. because of it. So they were scared they were going to lose their career. Now, is that fair? Oh, hey, right. do I take my career over this? I mean, that's your well, r- right. own kind of I mean, how but, you, you know, want if that's yourself, what you but, If that's what you want to do and that's what you want to strive for and everything, it's it's a you're walking a very thin line, and it sucks. And I mean, look at Corey Feldman, who even came out. We oh, already, we already out talked years about this. ago. Yeah, and no one like believed Nobody him. The cops were him. like, "I'm not. We're not doing anything about this." Right. But that was a really weird tangent. Yeah. Yeah. How did we get case here from Fight Club? Case space. Oh, right. Yeah. Because we started talking about seven and then case space. So back to Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> so n- another thing about the, all the the Fincherianisms of this film is uh, the video. This video that I watched um, was explaining a lot of them and. There were supposed to be like subtle camera movements of just like when people entered the frame and exited the frame and when they like sat up straight and like the camera would tilt a little bit. And this guy was like making it out to be like, oh my God, look at all these subtle details he puts in. And I was like, I don't think you really notice it, honestly. It, no. No. Like it, he put so much work into something that kind of like Peter Jackson in the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. Sure. He put all this detail into like background and all the extras with these handmade sure. armor and like nobody's gonna notice. Why right. are you doing that? Right. And, and my thing was is like I was watching it and I was like, okay, so you have good camera work and that makes you like do 150 million takes. That's that's just annoying, dude. That's just yeah. that's just well, him being particular and right. wanting what and I, he wants. Some of them are perfectionists. Like the I totally Kubrick get it. Would make you take a million takes right. too and stuff like that. And I totally get it. But in this film, I think there is a lesser degree of it because I didn't notice it a whole lot. And you know, I'm just saying, like, I gotta knock him for uh, you know. As I sit and try to think back on, because I just watched it last night on trying to see if there was the subtle changes. I don't think they really show them that much. I mean, it mm-hmm. could just be, oh, he sat up, so the camera right. ro- rose right, up exactly. with And him. I was like, that's just good camera work. Yeah, I mean, that's... To keep your guy in that's frame. That's what you should be doing in the first place, you right. know? The, there was one particular scene which I noticed it when they were f- they were going from Joe's Tavern. It was Joe's Tavern, right? Yeah. From the from the bar to uh, Durden's house, and they focused on Paper Street, the, like, the thing, and then the camera tilted up. And you see, right as they like walk into frame, the camera's like going with them as it shows like mm-hmm. they're. In- so it's it's perfectly timed and perfectly placed, and it's you know a wonderful shot. But I wonder how many times they did it. You know, is what I'm saying. So do you think? It seems like we've spent most of this episode talking about the twist. Do you think yes. this? Do you think this movie relies too heavily on it? Because I kind of think that it does. i but that's the story. That's that's the point of the story. Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't know, like. I guess you're saying if Tyler Durden was a real guy, Brad Pitt was a real guy, like would the movie be as good? Or or not even not even that. Like if without without that well, yeah, I guess yeah, kind of what you're saying cuz with, without that twist like oh, they're the same person, the movie kind of is pretty bland. Well, I mean, no, I think about it though. This movie's about essentially a guy creating an uprising, creating an army to wipe out debt from everybody across is it though because the movie barely spends any time on right no that's what i'm saying though yeah they literally mentioned within the like last 10 minutes that's the plot quote unquote of what's happening but all we focus on is this character driven plot twist you know what i mean yeah but i like so i think i think the movie isn't about the other stuff i think it's about this character and his journey quote unquote if that makes sense. I don't know if you guys... Dis- it it kind of does, but at the same time, that makes for almost a pretty dumb movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yes, it does rely really heavily on the plot, but it has to. Like, because if Tyler Durden's Brad Pitt's Tyler Durden is just a regular guy, this movie's just... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, a right, real if he's guy. just like a regular guy, like... Yeah, but I'm... I woke well, up kind- and I was eating, like, Cheetos. Kind of. <laughs> 
but like at the same time, if they're two separate people, then you've got Tyler Durden realizing that Brad Pitt's doing all this stuff and raising an army of anarchists and whatever. And then like, there's, there's a conflict there, but with this twist, there's no conflict, there's no resolution. And it, it just kind of falls off. Like the whole movie just kind of goes at the, during the last like 15 minutes. Bum, bum, but, um, wow. Price is right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, so, I, I get what you're saying. And like I said, it, I don't know. Like I, the movie did need the twist, but they could have maybe did it a little differently. Like you said, maybe actually, instead of them just watching the buildings blow up and that be the end, make you know, you see what happens after that. Like, right? Even if he gets arrested, oh, he gets arrested because he just blew up half the city. Well, but he tried to turn himself in, right? And and the cops were all part of the thing, and they yeah. were going to cut his balls yeah, true off. That. True that. Which is super weird. Yep. I agree. <laughs> hey, man, if that's if that's what uh, you said, you'd say that his psyche, you know, is telling him to to not do. You know what I mean? Like, like it's the dirt in his tongue because that's what right. he's afraid of. Anyway, uh, do you guys want to rate it? Is there more you guys want to talk about? Well, I just want to say that there's like some stuff that brings up questions. Like when he's at the airport and he sees Brad Pitt steal the car, is he stealing the car? or Is he just imagining somebody steal a car? That's a good question. Or that is like, a good question. Or like when he's walking down the hallway and the door's open and he sees Brad Pitt and I don't remember her name in the movie. Marla. 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 When they're in the room doing it and Brad Pitt jumps up and opens the door, what are you doing? Did he like run outside real quick and then go back in? Or or was right. he just saying, what are you doing at an empty hallway? Yeah. Like, well, she he did kind of because she was like, who are you talking to? And he's like, shut up and slams the door. So I'm like, did he run outside and peek in and then go back inside? Well, right. <laughs> and, and that's why it's kind of confusing. And I I don't really like this twist a lot because there are some parts where you're like, I don't like it's it's too complicated yeah, like for, to keep track of. For every subtle detail that kind of points out the twist, there are a lot of inconsistencies inconsistencies in character interaction that like yeah. but how would this work if that's the case sure i mean for the most part i i'll be honest i think they pulled it off though like it doesn't bother me too much because yeah. i because i've accepted no, the I, fact I that there saying. is a tyler but yeah it's just you know like I mean? some of those like some of those little things like that i'm like so what, is he actually doing that or right. is he just imagining somebody do that who knows send an email to your congressman yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh what I don't know, man. That's what they <laughs> I always get a say. I'm like email bag <laughs> explaining everything. I'm like, he's good. I'm Please explain flight, uh, Fight Club to me. <laughs> so, in this part of Fight Club, did this actually happen or not? Best wishes, Brent. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you guys want to uh, rate it? Then, y- yeah, let's go for it. Okay, I want to go last since I picked it. So, who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first, I okay. guess, since everybody's pointing at me. Um, I'm gonna give this movie a seven. It's it's good. Wait, is that the mic? The mic. No, 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 no. Is that your average? No, that's it, average. It is, it is above average. Um, it's a good movie. There, there are just some things like I hate the narration. I, I don't like where, th- and that's just kind of a problem with the source material. But I don't like the ending. Um, th- there are a lot of things that I wish would have been done differently. But it's still, it's still good. It's still enjoyable. Sure. It's not one that I'm gonna come back to often but when i do come back to it it's it's a nice two hours sure right uh like i i I like the movie um i agree it is an above average movie i do think that a lot of times it is overrated Mm -hmm. um and i guess it would have been this morning that i watched it because i watched at like four in the morning what are you doing up at do you have insomnia yeah he was trying to get into the character i had a a tyler durden sitting next to me watching the movie you know helping me do you need to join a support group brent i think so but no um like i had seen it before but that was the first time i had seen it in a while Mm -hmm. so like i knew everything that was coming so like i didn't enjoy it as much watching sure. it so i was trying to remember okay the first time i watched this how much did i enjoy it and it was a long time ago so it's kind of hard so dealing with right. that and then what watch yesterday i'm gonna give this a 6.25 6.25 uh lead salads is that what he yells at the cops when he's running away <laughs> he's like yeah he has the gun he's yeah, like i said that and i was like that is a mike lucas line that's so great i was like that is i'm in love with this right now uh, what do you give it? So, f- for seeing it the first time and kind of knowing the twist, it 
I think the one thing that really got me was Brad Pitt's acting. I thought he did a great yeah. job. Um, Norton could have been better. Uh, Bonham Carter was all right, and Meatloaf was just weird. Meatloaf was Meatloaf. Meatloaf. <laughs> um, I'm a, it's it's a very um, it's a above average movie. Um, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're spoiling most of it this far deep into it. Oh, you know. Um, and I was struggling to figure out what I wanted to grade this because I was like, nothing really like jumped out and like was like, right. you love this movie. And I was like, no. And nothing was really like, this is a like a crap, a, yeah, right. a crap fest. This isn't Independence Day Insurgents. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm um, kind of going along with these guys. I was going to give it a 6.75. All right. Uh, I'm going to give it a 7.5. 7.5. Um, would you say 6.75? Yep. Okay. So seven and a half. I I enjoyed it a lot more the first time, and yes, I, pro- I probably I would give it like that. an I eight mean, and a half the first time. I think I it's saw because it. you pay more attention to right everything because you know it right. And like if I would have not known the twist, I probably would have rated it higher than a six point seven five. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and six point seven six is what yep, they gave it. Exactly. I think the this is this is more like Inception to me than anything else. Like the more I watch it the less I like it because I, I see a lot more plot holes. Cause then you're I, trying to pick it, you're you trying to, to pick it apart. You have more. to deal with Leonardo's terrible acting. I, yeah. I'm right with you. Ex- yeah. You're exactly. just, tr- you're trying to pick it apart too much. Um, right. A lot of movies like this, it's a uh, one and done. Cause then you're just trying to pick, mm-hmm. pick through it. That being said though, I, I would love to revisit this in another five years for a third time. Just to see how it goes. Right. Just to see where, where my opinion is at that point. All right. Watch party five years. Mark it down. Yeah. Watch well, why not in like two years? That way it's a 20-year anniversary. Just a thought. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, I know. I have them chopped full right. of them. You said five first, so. Yeah, well, that was your I idea. I already put it in my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm well, already I'm already calling in sick that day. Do we yeah. have uh, movies for next week? We Decided, or are we still waiting on those? I don't think we do. Okay. All right. Yeah. So no, I mean, so wait. So Brent's not here, right? Yeah. So, so it it's, is. It's falling on. It's Shane and me. I'm Shane here. and McNeil are picking for next week. Yep. Um. So check with uh Facebook. Yep. Ch- check on Facebook, and it'll most likely, hopefully, be on the website. Oh. Um. Also, rate and review us on iTunes. Yes. Uh, yeah. That'd be fun. The more reviews we get, uh, the more people this will get out to. Absolutely. Um. Uh, six point eight eight for Fight Club, by the way. Which six point eight eight? That is respectable. Yeah, I yeah. thought it'd be higher. I'll be honest, I thought it would be higher. Well, Mike, you gave it a seven and a half. So are we still giving out the email? It. Yeah. Um, give us your thoughts. Um, actually, no, no. Uh, be Ugh. honest. Don't email us. I can't log in. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> well, Uh-oh. give us your thoughts on Facebook. Uh, yeah. tell us what you thought of Fight Club. Um. Yeah. What we missed. Um, exactly. Anything you want to add. And tell us if you hate us. Uh, and or someone, don't. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> someone end the show. Tell, tell your friends. friends. Oh, unit thing. Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where you guys? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night and good luck. Thanks for listening to another episode of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. Remember to like us on Twitter and Facebook and subscribe and rate on iTunes. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.